Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. you fall asleep. If you enjoy our show, please write us a review on the podcast app. Also, share us with a friend. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at snoozecast and listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify and Pandora. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by First Days. Tonight, we'll read a snoozecast original titled Maggie's Start Date. Maggie is the Green family's loyal dog. However, she may have ambitions beyond being a household pet. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. A splintered oak branch lay in front of Maggie's dog house, blocking access to the Chocolate Lab's preferred late afternoon napping spot. Two weeks ago, on August 1st, a Saturday, it fell in the backyard of the Green family's home at 108 Ambrose Street during a summer storm that flashed through the neighborhood at 3 a.m. Most folks slept in on Ambrose Street on the weekends, with the sole exception of Marshall Harp. He owned the local landscaping business and realized a certain satisfaction 
at being up before everyone else. But even Mr. Harp's earliest alarm didn't chime until 4.30 in the morning. And so, it could be said, there was not a single witness to the squall, despite the din. But, if there was, they would have watched as the heavy lower limb of the large tree eventually gave way to the wind and came down with a loud thud directly in front of Maggie's small yellow shack complete with white trim. Lily had picked the colors when her father Mr. Green was building the doghouse last year. She had wandered over while he was painting on the primer. Lily had asked, Are you painting Maggie's house white? Well, this is just the undercoat, Lily. You paint this on before you paint the color. Oh, she paused. What color are you going to paint it? Well, I was just about to head to the store, Sweet Pea. Want to help me pick? Lily agreed. On the ride over, Lily became momentarily concerned that Maggie wouldn't be able to enjoy the color of her new house because she remembered her sometimes friend Aubrey had told her, Dogs can't see color. Mr. Green remarked that he didn't believe that was entirely true, and in the parking lot of Jim's hardware and paint, he pulled up an article on his phone. Turns out their canine family member could see shades of yellow and blue, so that set up the framework for their eventual choice. Lily picked canary yellow, since it reminded her of the lemon bars her mother would make for special occasions. Mr. Green paid Mr. Jim, as Lily had called him, and by the next day, Maggie's new house was finished. Maggie didn't say anything, of course, but the Greens could tell she appreciated these new accommodations. Maggie still slept indoors, but now she had a choice. The morning after the storm, most of the neighborhood was out surveying the damage. An uprooted birch for the Tanakas, a shredded rhododendron for the Armstrongs, and it looked like a dead tree crunched through Mr. Squire's